Joe Orth and I are starting a podcast. What should we call it? Hey, don't pick on me. You know why? Because this is why. Well, let's see what he says. The Joe Show. <laughs> Give Joe the business. That's right. Cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. What is happening here? Would you listen? We'll give you a chance. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> That's Joe Orth. That's Rooster. And this is the Together We Shall podcast. What's going on, man? Uh, dude, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, wrapping up a work week. Uh, life's been been busy. Work, a lot going on uh, within Angels Angels, you know, our organization. Sick kids, weather changing. You know, it's uh, it's great. Yeah, Groundhog so- Day legitimately a couple days ago uh but things are good man i i can't complain you yeah i can't complain either man i'm having a blast dude like every single day has got this new like challenge but it's really an opportunity i'm already jumping in cliche crap like here's a <laughs> like why are we here man what are we doing what is this two dudes talking to each yeah, other on video? I, I mean we uh you know a handful of years ago at an at a an angels, angels event you said something about if anyone ever looked at our text messages they'd be like it's two 13 year old girls you know chatting and <laughs> so that was probably in 2015 you know fast forward seven years we said well we're gonna keep the uh the silly chat uh via text going but let's let's do it let's do it you know in person slash virtually and uh record it and publish it and start a podcast so that that's where yeah. we're at just two friends uh having a conversation with uh more friends yeah man I, exactly more everybody's got a story and i mean like the, the together we shall podcast a place to tell your stories i'd like to highlight those stories i mean we've had a chance to meet so many exceptional people kind of over our journey that like to do this podcast and to highlight some of those stories and to just have fun doing it um this is gonna be cool i'm stoked about it but i don't get too far ahead of myself like yeah i mean you know the you can't take life too seriously. You'll never get out alive type of thing. It's a movie quote, but I, I live uh, a lot of my life by movie quotes, which, you know, is what it is. But yeah, we're here to, to have a conversation uh, about life and see what kind of thoroughfare that takes us down. Yeah, thoroughfare. <laughs> thoroughfare. We're already hitting tangent time. My gosh, man. Nobody's going to be able to keep up with us. We haven't even introduced ourselves. So we're already trying to go down this this other oh look there's a squirrel yeah. so i guess you know being episode one we got to introduce ourselves so you know i'll i'll, I'll play a game who are you rooster <laughs> wow goodness so rooster is uh what i go by but i'm kim rossiter and uh I'm, i have a whole bunch of things that i that i do uh i'm a i'm a husband which is my number one and then i'm a father i'm a marine i now like and a president of a nonprofit, and there's a whole bunch of other little things that I am. But when it really comes down to it, man, I'm just just a grateful person. Like life's opportunities, ah, they're so plentiful. Like, and to fail to realize that is not a good decision. So I was born in New Jersey, bicentennial Garden Lake. State. Yeah, yeah. Most people, you know, there's a lot of people that don't know that I actually lived in New Jersey until I was like eight or nine. Like, it, well, like Camden County or something, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like you know, as in the name of my youngest born, Camden. Yeah, pretty neat. Um, you know, we hung out there for a while, and there's so many um, neat little stories about that. But then we moved down to Louisiana in the early '80s, and um, I call those the formative years. You know, so that's that's why a lot of people don't know that I'm from Louisiana uh, or from New Jersey because they're like, there's no way that that guy's from the North because. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, now, hell. Yeah, man. And then I grad, I, I met my uh, my my current wife in high school. So I ended up like dating her for a while there and then going off to the Marine Corps. And then, gosh, man, traveled all over the world and ended up here in Virginia Beach with my wife and three kids. And um, that was in 2007 when we built this house. So like that's the that's a really fast version. But today. I'm the president of Ainsley's Angels of America, um, Ainsley's dad. Um, I like to like to say I get the opportunity to kind of carry forth her legacy. And those of you that are listening that are familiar with Ainsley's Angels, um, you know, that's what we do. But, you know, hey, who are you, 
Joe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's. I don't know. Kind of silly, right? Uh, two two friends that have similar esque paths, right? Uh, I was born in Northern Virginia, Fairfax County, just right outside DC. Uh, I, I forget how it within like three months moved to Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, for less than a year following. Stop. That. Yeah. Stop. You I did not know that, that dude. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Love it. Love. It's, it's crazy. Like you go places, especially, you know, uh, I'll get there in a minute, but being in the military, like, and you give your social everywhere and people are like Pennsylvania and like people will be around you. Be like, I didn't know you were from Pennsylvania. No. Yeah. I think it was like three months to like a year. We lived in, in Erie, uh, Erie PA, uh, following Bill's, uh, hotel journey. Uh, Bill's your, Bill's dad. your dad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then people realize like lake effect winters are, are terrible. So we moved <laughs> back down to Northern Virginia, spent uh, three years in there to us four ish, and then moved to Virginia beach uh, where, where we met, but we didn't meet till much later than that. So yeah, I grew up in Virginia beach, essentially uh, dated uh, my wife, Leanne for a short period of time in high school. Then we went our separate ways. She went to college. I enlisted in the Marines. I got stationed in Hawaii, had a, uh, three plus years of no communication with Leanne um got orders back to Virginia Beach uh, and essentially ran into Leanne um at a bar and uh <laughs> here we are now with uh you know happily married for got six years now uh two awesome boys in a in a fur ball and you know running helping run the organization with you serving as the executive vice president i mean that's a little bit longer than you took but yeah i mean two two young gentlemen you know young males that did a little north south moving and uh dated their wives in high school for either a longer or a shorter period of time went about their ways came back married with kids uh two doodles and running a, a non-profit so here we are yeah. today yeah that's it man that's fun that's, that's the end of the that's the end of episode one we'll see you next <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course we joke i'm joking listeners yeah yeah it's funny because uh we we toyed with like a whole bunch of things what are we going to call this podcast to what is episode one going to be called but like even the the podcast name for the longest time it was tbd right hmm but we went on and we saw that there's other tbd podcasts and we should probably come up with something unique so even the name together we shall podcast together we shall is a slogan we use in the angels angels uh, family and, and i don't think we've even said what angels angels is uh you want to try your 15 seconds or less what is angels angels joe yeah angels angels is a 501c3 nonprofit that specializes in fostering all-inclusive communities because we believe everyone should be included I think that was like nine seconds but that's pretty yeah, good i'm sure you got a better one but you're uh you're the man who likes being on the camera and you know mm. famous asics and, and all that <laughs> so i'm sure you have a uh, better uh better things and you know we got a lot of friends within the uh media world that are, are probably laughing at that to in a good way <clears throat> kyle but here uh, i think i think that's a tangent it, for later yeah it is a tangent um but like so <laughs> This isn't a competition about who can give the best angels angels pitch. Like, come on, man. But but what Maybe is cool? Your daughter, you're you're always gonna win. That's yeah. Okay. Well, if, if it's a competition, sure, I, I appreciate it. Um, uh, it's it started off as a running, you know, focus about making sure everyone has a chance to be included in endurance events. And after ten years of doing that as an entity, we recently just adjusted our mission statement to now focus on transforming populations into all-inclusive communities. And we're, we're going to talk about a lot about that as, as we go through the next 500 episodes. See what I did there. I, I think we need to go even go back, you know, go back, uh, whatever, six, se 16, 17 years to who's Ainsley. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Ainsley is my second born. So my wife, Lori and I, I have three children. Briley, our oldest, was born in just prior to 9-11 back in 2001. And then Ainsley was born two years later. And then Camden, our youngest, was born in 2005. And around 2007 is when we received a diagnosis uh, for Ainsley's progression 
or, or lack thereof, um, infantile neuroaxonal dystrophy, a mouthful just to say that like her body was being attacked by toxins. And as a result of them building on her nervous system, she couldn't like rid her body of those toxins and it slowly prevented her nervous system from functioning, which over the course of five to seven years um, ended up taking her life in 2016. But by her presence, her, her energy, um, she's inspired a pretty special movement now. Um, I call it her legacy is this idea of getting out there and enjoying life to the fullest, essentially. And, and there's so many things I could say about who is Ainsley, but when it's all said and done, she's she's my daughter and I'm her proud father. So, yeah, um, I mean, and so like the, this podcast is about, again, two two friends, you know, on on a journey on life's journey uh, that, you know, want to share our stories and share many stories and laughs with others, you know, but we both have really connected because of Ainsley, right? And there's so many ways on how we got there. Um, I mean, like you said, a, a running, like what, I don't know. Do you want to take a couple minutes and like, yeah, talk about that or like what? I think this is a good spot to kind of just take it back to when we met. I mean, we talk about two friends, like okay. we weren't always, we weren't always two friends. Like we were, we were two coworkers, but actually we were like subordinate like and opposite. senior. Yeah. 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 Like, so for all of you that don't know yet, Joe and I are Marines until the end of our lives. Um, I'm now a retired Marine and Joe is in the United States Marine Corps reserves, having spent a lot of time on active duty, but it was during our times on active duty that, uh, that we met. And I, and I remember it because it was your promotion to Sergeant meritoriously Folks don't really, some might not know what that means, but sergeant is the middle rank in the enlisted side. So you go from private to, to corporal to sergeant to gunnery sergeant to the top of the enlisted pyramid. And Joe received that promotion meritoriously, which means ahead of schedule for merit. And it was May 2nd of uh, 2008. And the reason I'll never forget the date is because I too had been promoted to sergeant meritoriously 10 years prior um, actually 12 years prior in 1996. We're not going to ask where Joe was in 1996 or anything like that. <laughs> but anyway, so sixth grade. Uh, <laughs> so there's a little age differential, but um, so I, there I was, I was, I was a captain of Marines having a transition from the officer to the officer ranks. And I was at damn neck in Virginia beach, Virginia. And there's this young Marine being promoted to Sergeant. And uh, now I know that young Marine is as my friend, Joe, but uh, that was the first time really that I can recall um, maybe meeting you. Right. Um, you walked yeah, in, I mean, there, there was like the hallway passings, but, you know, uh, you and, and the the likes of your uh, air wing friends, right? Had like your own little cubby. You know, there was like a door within the door uh, yeah. to get back there. And then us other folks uh, yeah. were around the corner. But yeah, I mean, I was trying to think. I don't. Yeah, passings and, mm -hmm. and maybe like the likes of a John cooking a pig, right? But right. yeah, that was. Um, <laughs> I that was it. The uh, that that was probably the start, right? May second, two thousand eight, was the start of where we are today. Yeah, and fourteen years later, dude. I mean, think about that. Fourteen years. It's crazy. Uh, here in May, it'll be fourteen years. In fact, it's actually fourteen years, like around right now, February yeah. two thousand of uh, uh, two thousand twenty two. It was February whenever I actually got to the unit, but. Anyway, I remember shaking your hand that day and and just being like, you know, hey, we got this connection point in the sense that I, I too, was promoted to Sergeant Meritoriously. And, again, those that, that keep hearing us saying this promoted to Sergeant Meritoriously thing, like in the Marine Corps, that's not a common thing at all. Like, it uh, it's less than 1%. Less so, than 1% of 100 on active, right? Like, it's yeah. less than 1% of 170,000, but over time since 1775, yeah. So what happened that day, though, is it actually uh, cemented our professional relationship, because once you reach the rank of sergeant, now you have to get these fitness reports. So <laughs> there you are. Now, I, now I have to review Joe Orth. <laughs> what kind of person is this? <laughs> My responsibility. And so um, 
that's when you know I remember calling you into my office sometime soon thereafter. Said Joe, uh, or, or should I say Sergeant Orth? You know, yeah, yeah. This is this is me, and this is you, and <laughs> I'm going to evaluate you. Yeah, that 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 was a uh, an interesting conversation, and as uh, I think folks will will hear and learn, um, if not in this episode over that don't already know right over over future episodes right I, i've said it before i think um you know we went from i forget you know i've probably changed the words hundreds of times but right we went from um you know boss to mentor to friend to to brother i mean because you, you've been there from my first fit rep right in the marine corps right as a, as a brand new sergeant to standing beside me in my wedding uh to leanne to now being you know god you and laura godparents to to our youngest child weston so like that that evolution of of growth of essentially friendship yeah but yeah that i'll never forget and i i haven't been in that building and i don't say too long but it's only been like a year unfortunately um but yeah that that little narrow office um you know and sitting i remember when you walked in that like the door not into the classroom you at that time you had the desk on the right and uh yeah i got my first counseling of of your expectations of me and then we talked about what i should expect of you in in return um there there's some funny stories um you know about taco bell and and upbringings and you know from camden county to um I don't even want to guess what county Lake Charles, Louisiana is in Kakashao Kaka, Kaka or something. No, there's no counties in Louisiana, bro. Parish. Parish. Yes. Parish. And it's and it's Calcasieu. Okay? Yeah, that's what I said. Calca yeah, Calcasieu. that's what you said. Right. Anyway, so yeah. through the through our storytelling of this podcast that we're doing, like there's going to be times where you say something that nobody understands. So what what does... What does Taco Bell have to do with being your mentor? Like, what are you talking about? So, is that a tangent? Yeah, this is like, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> tangent time, right? I, I'll be honest. Like, I, I don't even fully remember, like, what part of the fitness report, right? Because obviously, as you know, there's sections and everyone else, right? There's sections of leadership and communication and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that you're, you're ranked on uh, against your peers. So the other sergeants that that at the time, Captain Rossiter um, was reporting against, and you go against every sergeant in the Marine Corps uh, in your MOS, your military occupation specialty, to then get promoted. And, you know, one of Rooster's stories is, is something about, you know, I don't know, persevering or whatever it was and how he used to go to Taco Bell with his friend. I don't remember the name uh, and how like he that friend could always get more tacos and burritos than Rooster because Rooster had his 79 cents that he scrounged up through change jars to get a bean burrito ad sour or, or and, you know, in, in, a, in a Mr. Pip or whatever it was. <laughs> Uh, at the top. No, stop back. No, it was Dr. Pepper back Dr. then. Pepper. Okay, yeah, Taco yeah. Bell. That's why when I go to Taco Bell and they say it's Mr. Pip fine, you get upset. I get really upset because like, Dr. I'm a Yum brand stockholder. <laughs> back in the day, Yum used to like own part of Dr. Pepper before they became part of Keurig or something. Anyway, that's a wow. We let's pull that's back. So, yeah. What I was all I was doing that day, Joe, was just trying to tell you, bro, that like. I, I can I, I can remember the days when all I wanted was a bean burrito plus sour cream and it cost me 79 cents. And I knew that if I kept persevering in life, I could afford two of those. And I was just trying to extend to the young man. <laughs> anyway. Whatever. And and now, you know, um, maybe another tangent, you know, pre, uh, I guess, you know, diverticulitis, you know, it would be, you know two of these, two of those, four of these. And it'd be like, man, that, that Taco Bell receipt looked like something out of CVS. So then you'd right. be like, you want anything? I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, might as well. You got the list this yeah. long. And I'm, I'm making a motion uh, like people can see me, but some of you are not <laughs> even going to watch this. But it's fun for me to to still like the scroll of CVS and Walgreens receipts that everyone in the world knows of. Yeah. But yeah, so that would have been May of, of 08 promotion and Taco Bell counselings and yeah, I mean, you know, 
all those things. And then we started doing, uh, you know, the unit softball team. So like I can go from telling you that in the course of my career, Joe ended up being my top one, two and three sergeants out of like over a hundred that I reported on. But that doesn't mean that Joe's perfect because the the story that comes to mind outside of the outside of work, <laughs> and Joe's cringing if you can't see his face is what <laughs> and <laughs> dare I say he struck out. Maybe he's going to have another story, but he it, threw it. I struck out. I struck out in men's intramural base slow pitch softball. I, it is what it is. It's fine. I paid my dues. I, I bought everyone beer. It is what it is. Yeah. He threw his softball bat, though. He was upset. He threw it like up against the chain link fence. And I'm like, whoa. So part of me was like, that's unacceptable behavior, says the captain to himself. I need to talk to this young man about that. <laughs> Anyway, um, we played softball. I don't bring softball up to talk about you throwing bats. I, I bring it up because you and I both know that if it wasn't for softball, then your current wife, girlfriend at the time, and your and yourself may not have like met my family or seen yeah. my family. No, yeah, that that's true. Yeah, so I mean, like the post work softball games were a um, a family event, you know, for, for the most part. Um, outside of a 24-year-old hothead at the time uh, getting upset uh, and realizing he's not a high school athlete anymore, (laughs) essentially. But yeah, so yeah, the, you know, spring of 08 uh, softball season, um, you know, Camden, Riley, Ainsley, Lori rolling up to uh, softball games and Ainsley was in, uh, you know, a wheelchair. a wheelchair that I'd never seen before at the time. Um, I still believe it sounds crazy to potentially a lot of listeners. I, I just, I can't remember until that time at 24 years of age, definitely not meeting, uh, but even like seeing another individual with special needs, like just, I don't, I don't have that memory. Um, so Ainsley was, was my first, uh, if you would. And Maybe even Leanne's too, you know, so we saw Ainsley and I asked a mutual friend of ours, you know, Alex, like, hey, what, you know, what's up with um, this, you know, Rooster's daughter? And he told me, you know, he said, I nad. And I was like, excuse me. And yeah, he said, infantile neuroaxone. I'm like, I gotta write this down. I don't know how this works. Everyone had a flip phone. It was before the iPhone. Actually, no, it's, I guess 2008, so it's probably an iPhone, but right, we're Google, trying to Google or whatever this was. And yeah, that was my first, um, and there wasn't even like a conversation at the softball field. I mean, so then you go fast forward a handful of months and, and a race on the ocean front for for you and Ainsley and Mike, uh, and then that led into the Marine Corps ball, uh, if we're going to go chronologically. But yeah, I saw Ainsley in the spring, really met Lori in the fall, but in the summer of 08 is 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 the real story right that's your story yeah i mean yeah that was the first time i saw angelie just light up whenever she was experiencing the thrill of running like her whole face without saying a word in august of 2008 like she didn't verbalize a word but like just her face alone said this is fun and i want to do more of it and as joe can attest in 2008 i was I was far from a runner. I mean, I played softball and did require three mile run for the Marine Corps. Like I wasn't a runner by any means, but it was like in that moment where it's like, I'm going to become a runner for my daughter because she's having a blast with this. And as we started to do more runs, like I started to invite other people to join us because it was, it was so much fun to, to just hang out with Ainsley for a couple mile run. Um, really, really neat, really neat. That was the kickoff of that. And of course, I remember it was the Marine Corps birthday in November, though. We had a big celebration, with which is what Marines do every year for their birthday. And that's when I guess I got a chance to to see LV. I don't know if you want to tell people who LV is, but yeah, I mean, at so at the at the I don't know. I think there's man, I gotta like you know choose my wordings. Uh, my words wisely as this is eventually going to be on the internet, right? So, um, 
LV is is my wife, right? Leanne Vignault, now Leanne Forth, right? But I mean, she's she's Leanne, you know, by I wouldn't say by day. By day, she's Miss Orth, a first grade teacher at uh, St. Mark's Catholic School here in Wilmington, North Carolina. And then she comes home and she's Leanne. But, you know, when she likes to just have fun, it's LV. And that's whether it's, you know, out playing or, you know, having a few drinks or whatever. Like when it, she's not Leanne and she's not Miss Orth, she's LV, you know. And, I think, uh, I, you know, I, I think you did a decent job, man. That was good. Yeah. That was sick. So I'm yeah. just going to jump in here and help you out. LV is this amazing person that just has so much confidence um, and will engage in a conversation with anybody about anything. And so we were at the Marine Corps birthday ball and we're celebrating. We're all in our dress blues. The ladies are in their formals. And, and what this happened is no for birthday ball, though? Well, I mean, when there's a lot. There's a lot of Miller Lite strength. There's some Miller lights and other things. Is it Miller time? It's probably Miller time. Oh, shoot. Uh, we just, yeah, we just did a tangent. Sorry, y'all. Uh, one of the things we're going to do with this podcast sometimes when we're telling fun stories is we're going to go Miller time, which means we're just going to grab our favorite beverage, and we invite you to do so, too. It could be anything, whatever you like. Anyway, so we're having Miller time. We're having a good time, and um, Leanne starts walking up towards the table. Now, I don't know that we had, like, formally met her at this point. In fact, I hadn't. I mean— yeah, I don't, I don't think so. No, it's just like on the bleacher, like, hi, that's softball. Yeah, that's yeah. softball. Yeah. So she sees this young girl at softball in a wheelchair and this family. And she, of course, like everything else, she's like, Joe, what's going on with that? And Joe's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. She's like, well, I'm going to find out. So that was her day. And 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 we've we've talked about this before, like that moment when Leanne like rolled up on Lori. Um, and I, I don't remember exactly what she said, but it was something like, Hi, I'm Leanne, and I've seen you at softball, and I've seen your daughter and your family, and I wanted to come up and ask, you know, what? Yeah, the <laughs> only one that knows what, what was truly said there would be Lori, uh, if she, uh, I guess, I don't say remembers, right, but remembers, but, you know, for you, you know, Marine, me, Marine, Leanne, uh, that was her first think second marine corps ball um you know we were there's a lot of miller times yeah. <laughs> so, but like you're right and we don't know what was said but i know what what Lori says about it and and her feeling in that moment was like somebody actually is taking the time to ask me about my daughter and she, and loved, it. she loved it absolutely Lori was like i'll tell you everything about my daughter and I think that's the beauty of kind of what that led to in terms of our relationship, not just you and I, but our families over the years. It's like, had Leanne not walked up and asked, sought education, bro, yeah, She wanted to get educated so then she could turn advocate and then later celebrate. <laughs> I see what you did. Legacy. I see what you did there. Yeah. You like it. <laughs> I want to, you know, there, some people will understand, others will, yeah. will not be both. Tan yeah, quick tangent time, educate, advocate, celebrate as angels, as angels motto. It's actually on uh, cups and banners and all this. License plates. Anyway, license plates, <laughs> but it's flipped. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, tangent time again. Joe believes it's educate, advocate, celebrate. Well, I always thought it, it flowed better if it was advocate, uh, you know, celebrate, educate, because it was like ace. And Joe's like, that doesn't even make sense. It can't be ace. But I told the world about ace in a weekly in a weekly word, word. <laughs> what is weekly word joe <laughs> yeah what is that weekly what? word is you once a week for i don't know how many consecutive weeks and then now when when it, the right word comes to you is you grab your phone doesn't matter where you are and you <laughs> talk for you know three to five minutes about that word yeah yeah we're gonna come back to weekly word as we wrap up the podcast in a little bit, because um, I got this thing I want to do, and I think it's going to be neat. But anyway, so the ball, the birthday ball leads on to this this just relationship, and um, for the next three years, we worked together as as uh, captain and sergeant, and talked about you know, softball and flag football and Taco Bell stories and all the things. And then eventually, I left the unit. 2011, um, I left the unit, but we stayed in touch, and um, we stayed in touch, frankly, because we I think we both knew like. There's there's something here as it applies to just uh, 
a, a potential friendship, but as officer enlisted, like you can't, it's weird. It's this fraternization. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the military and all that, I, I would think, yeah. Cause in 11, you left the unit and in 12, I left active duty. So it'd probably be like January of 12, um, is when I would think the, the relationship started to grow going into yeah. spring and then god we were yeah immersed if i would in fantasy football for for a handful of years um but it's then, funny but you mentioned fantasy football though because we got to a point where you were invited into some of the leagues that i was managing and we do the draft and in my can, we, can we just for the likes of some listeners one two of the leagues that's just I got a trophy somewhere around here. Oh, you won. Okay, congratulations. You you have a trophy. Joe was really good at fantasy football. In fact, he still plays it today. I, I stopped years ago. I don't anyway. the, My tie this year was, like, I'd rather have came in last than have a three-way tie. Ouch. Hmm. That's that's another story in how FanDuel separates funds. And in the end, I didn't yeah. get anything. But I'm sorry to hear that. It's like good friends and fellow Marines of ours, uh, Eric Visage and Travis Hickey were in that same boat. And Travis, actually, yeah, another Marine intel warrant officer, uh, was the the big winner. But both awesome human beings, um, both great Marines, intel officers, both of them now, um, mm. and both done some form of running with uh, Ainsley over the years. So yeah, awesome. That's Very a- cool. Yeah, I was, I was like, where? I was waiting for bitches to walk, you know, through the door behind you and say, <laughs> oh, I'm here. Um, but like, so it, we're we were like, gosh, man, we were in the garage, and um, your garage. You say, yeah, you say I bullied you, but like, I didn't bully you. Like, I was just like, hey, bro, you know, the rock and roll half marathon is Labor Day weekend, and like, you should come run with Ainsley and I. Ainsley and me and no is that not how it went I, I know I throw a shirt at you at one point it's like put this on Let's yeah 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 right. I mean it, it's close I, I honestly too believe like I didn't know like what a half marathon was back then distance wise I mean I'm educated enough to understand it wasn't a marathon because the keyword half but I didn't know how <laughs> how far I didn't know 13.1 miles or whatever kilometers that is yeah I didn't I didn't know any of that um and you didn't bully me you were you were persuasive um in your in your way to convince me to to run that race and there's there's other uh individuals that have been convinced to run various distances in, in that same garage uh you know that that's on video chaps for example chaps. You know, and, and I, both chaps i think Chaps and Rev were both convinced over over some Miller yeah. time on video to to run the Marine Corps Marathon, which which is another big uh big event in our journey here of life together. Yeah, no, it's funny how garage and fantasy football and marathons all mix. I mean, Ronnie, my neighbor, who was in doggone all my fantasy leagues, um, he ran the first Marine Corps Marathon that me and Ainsley did. He ran it with us. Like, what he, year was that? Two thousand eleven. Like. He, yeah, he, and how did that happen? Well, I don't know. We, we played fantasy football. <laughs> just like, Come you, were, on, you were in the garage, and then yeah. you had a kegerator, and yeah. and you convinced him to to <laughs> run a, a marathon. And and the young sailor, who's not young, uh, didn't know what to do either. Just same as I was convinced a year later to run the half marathon. So you all can you all can blame me for this convincing thing, but it comes down to it. Let's let's give credit where it's due. You, it's Ainsley. You, you, it's wanted, Ainsley. you wanted a friend. It's, it's all Ainsley's fault, man. Ainsley did it, not me. I didn't make you run that far. No. Yeah, but there's some truth to that. Like, but I had to run up a hill, and Ainsley doesn't do hills, so I don't understand <laughs> why I had to run up Tan- hills. Tangent time. <laughs> Is there a story there? <laughs> Uh, about the hills or the marathon or what which no the, the the hills like we were doing some training in preparation so, yeah so yeah two, 2012 you, you got fantasy football i ran rock and roll half marathon that was my first race with um ainsley and rooster and reagan yeah reagan yeah. and jody his cousin and eric in the back right yeah. um which was a great time and and yeah i 
we crossed the finish line and I was like, well, that was cool. And now to date, 150 races later, um, pushing, you know, athletes. Um, it's been, it's been awesome. But yeah, so we went from 20 summer of 2012, um, at the rock and roll half. And then fast forward, whatever that is, 14 months, uh, ring car marathon and, and 13, um, I was convinced again <laughs> and and after i ran the half i said you know i guess right and for sure like every marine he he was like the salesman for the marine corps marathon in, in his convincing one year of running <laughs> by that point but yeah i mean we i was skeptical um of running 26.2 miles um pushing an individual but i had a, a marine buddy keith terberry master gunnery sergeant um now uh run with me and you know major maggie seymour and you know <laughs> jenny and bella you know it was, it was a it was a great time uh for for lack of better words but the the best thing too or not the best thing but before we ran marine corps in 2013 um we actually had ragnar oh yeah that's yeah. fun so, yeah, Rag- so I, I forgot i don't want to say i forgot about that but for those that don't know ragnar is a their series has expanded since 2013, uh, but at the time it was a 200-mile relay race, you know, over 36 legs, and Ainsley was the first rider athlete to do that. So that opened a, a bigger door for inclusion athletics. Um, and Ragnar is a great partnership that we have still to this day, going on nine years later. So I mean, very um, grateful for the likes of Milo and Chris <laughs> yes! and, Rachel and Kimmy, and you know. <laughs> Lambert and all all the race directors out there that have uh, supported us in our in our mission and we're excited to see what Ragnar brings in 22. But really, yeah, Marine Corps yeah. Marathon 2013 was a was a big turning point. You yeah, want to go on another tangent? I can I, see it. Others might not, but I can see like you're like jumping around. Go for it, dude. I just really want to go on a tangent. I mean, because like Amber, you know, she's our ambassador in Salt Lake City now. And that's super cool to have like a, a key member of Ragnar that is now like one of our ambassadors. But it's Milo, bro. You can't you can't just skip over Milo. Like you got to. Yeah, I think if I go <laughs> to your text messages. You got... No, Milo was the I, race... Milo is a contact of mine, but it's not like a human. It's like it's a automated thing. No, but like but I, I so, saved it in 2013. Milo was the race director of the first Ragnar that Ainsley did. We had to coordinate with him. Well, here's what happens though: when you're out on the course and you do something wrong, like I don't know, park on the side of the road when you're not supposed to stop. Milo, meaning headquarters Ragnar, sends you a text. And Joe, like he got a violation. Wait, well, that wasn't me. Was it you? Who got a violation? No, our our fearless captain. yeah and her and her ranger husband jason they were like we're gonna take this hill and then you're not supposed to know that we parked the van and and, uh, sean heritage i think sean heritage was running in a pink cape or something (laughs) now retired navy captain like he was running in this with his bald head and the pink cape and he's flying by anyway then we got a text from milo and, and Milo was like, hey, you are getting your first of three strikes. If you mess up again, you're going to go home. And we were like, whoa, this can't happen. But anyway, that's Milo. There's, God, dude, we could do a whole episode on Ragnar stories. My God. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So, And one day we'll have various Ragnar, Ragnarians, yeah. and race directors, and uh, charity uh directors and i don't know maybe maybe chris i feel like i I still owe him a bottle of whiskey so maybe we don't bring him on yeah yeah i don't know how that works how i get that back to him it won't happen so anyway back to the thoroughfare which there's a whole tangent on a thoroughfare so you might hear joe and i talk about tangents and thoroughfares obviously a tangent is when you like get off of the main road on a topic but a thoroughfare is when you come back and you're back on the main road so the together we shall podcast is the thoroughfare we're telling the story about our chronological history and uh you said we're, we're gonna need a bigger whiteboard <laughs> it's like what? so like for all of you that aren't aware like i had a little whiteboard in my office and i have a picture of it somewhere oh, you 
Yeah, there it is. Like, you can see a little piece of it. And but again, I'm, I'm, I'm only listening to it, so I can't see it. Yeah, I know. But if you go to YouTube, yeah. you can see the picture. <laughs> but this is the little whiteboard. Anyway, y'all, it's a two by three at the most size whiteboard. And Joe and I are in the garage on a, on a Saturday. <clears throat> and I'm like writing. I go put a little note on the whiteboard. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, well, that's that's our Ainsley's Angels whiteboard. You're like, bro. And that's 12. No, 13. 13, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the organization formed October 7, 2011. So this is two years later, you know, probably close to the day because we're probably over there watching football, yeah. right? Yeah, so two years later, and, yeah, you're writing on the board, and I, you you tell it better, but I was like, I can help with this. If, if yeah, well, I don't know. What am I doing? I'm not married. I got no kids. I don't have a dog. I didn't have any of those things at that time. I had I, Leanne and I, and we lived in Shore Drive, Virginia Beach, and we just – Partied basically. Yeah. Well, like, okay, so what happened in that moment was Joe, like, is who I thought he was, right? He wanted to help. And he saw the whiteboard. He's like, I can put that into like an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, Excel spreadsheet, you know how to do that? Of course, you know how to do that, right? Because I used to be your professional boss and I know all of your skills. So I was like, yeah, dude. And so that moment, was the first time that Joe like said, I'm in on the admin clerical organizational side. Outside of running, I'm in. And um, shoot, a year later, he became a board member. Um, I, me, you, and my sister. And then we started adding additional board members over the years. Um, and we were off to the races at that point. I mean, good gosh, man. Uh, that was, that was, looking back on that, happened. So much has happened since then. And that was, yeah, I mean, you go say March of 14, when I became a board member, we had five or seven locations and now we're at 70 plus, you know, and, and, and growing, you know, all inclusive yeah. communities across the nation. Yeah, this is just, it's special. Uh, it's really yeah. special, man. I mean, I just found this picture that that's the napkin. Again, those of you that can't yeah. see, it's a picture of me and Lori and uh, Leanne and Joe and, Leanne likes to do and those these of you things. I can't see there. Uh, yeah, I have a uh, so fast. I don't know. I'll show it to you. But it's <laughs> the same picture, but in a frame, and there's a napkin behind it. Um, but are you able to get the napkin out of the frame? Yeah. So while you're getting that out, um, well, it, it's a picture it's, of the napkin. The napkin's like laminated now. Yeah. Cool. Oh wow! Isn't that neat? It's like a picture of the napkin. That napkin is basically. Leanne's like, hey, let's talk about the future. And, and and so we bust out a napkin. We start talking about goals in life and things we want to accomplish. Is there anything on there that's like super cool to look at, you know, six years uh, later? It's uh, so this would would have been. Like, 2014, 15. No, actually, based on this, it would have been. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14, 14, 14. Um, Natalia's wedding's on here, so I had to like do the math back. But yeah, it talks about uh, Leanne running her 50 miler, um, wow. going with Team Hoyt uh, to you know the old pilgrimage to hang out with Dick and Rick in Holland. Yeah. Uh, the A Bears, uh, Bitsy and TP made the list. Natalia's wedding, um, bikini question mark i don't know oh uh, she, probably she probably was, leanne but yeah. <laughs> not lori uh she wanted outer to fit. banks outer banks and your guys 16 year that would have been your 16 year uh wedding anniversary mm -hmm. um there's something on here that says lv briley joe run oh i think all of you had like goals to like run certain distances or accomplish objectives yeah and then yeah, Ragnar DC. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then yeah, this is so 2014 because it says uh, AA uh, Northern Virginia, which would have been the Percival, our first ever uh, race series race. Yeah, wow. Correct. Which was which is a whole nother tangent. Um, our race series, and then naturally how that's grown over the last eight years, but that race and particular and the the friendships that came from that and amazing partnerships with the likes of metal events you know and and ann hup who we could 
I can't wait to get her on here. I don't even want to like yeah. talk about Anne too much right now because that's a whole nother segment of a specific episode. But she's yeah. busy anyway, shoveling snow and <laughs> building a house and hanging out with with Cinder and yeah. uh, the new pup and Owen, who's son's Owen as well. You're, you're doodles and running like the three families are intertwined. <clears throat> you're like tangenting like, you know, wow, you're you're going all over. OK, back to the third. Yeah. Um, ultimately, uh, you know, I, I'd be remiss and, and silly and I don't know what the right word is like February 23rd. Like for for two Marines, like February 23rd is the day that the, the Marines raised the flag at Mount Suribachi. Um, that is forever. Uh, that's Iwo Jima. That's World War II. And at the Marine Marathon, the final finish line is right in the shadows of today's Marine Corps War Memorial, which is the Iwo Jima Memorial, the statue of the Marines and the sailor. And um, I don't know, just silly. I don't even know the right word, but Ainsley passed away on February 23rd of 2016. And I, I think that that's an important to bring up in this chronological order here because a sad, sad day, but like at the same time, uh, our, it, it didn't, it didn't bring our friendship any further than where it had been, but it, like to have someone that you can reach out to and that, and that is there just on a as fast as you need them. Uh, you and Leanne came over, you provided us, um, your friendship and your comfort and your, in your own ways. And, you know, yeah. that's, it's that was a yeah um an emotional right i don't know it's probably a better term but emotional day because at that time in in my life like my office was if i think that's right around when briley started at prince sand she was a freshman right yeah so like i was on like the emergency like i could go pick briley up because i worked like two miles from her but you were in Quantico when Ainsley transitioned, and I, I'll never forget that morning. You're driving back, and you're like, I didn't, that's the term you used, transition. You're like, Ainsley, transition, bro. And I was like, I don't understand what that means. And you're like, she's she's not with us anymore. And I was just like, fuck, what do I do? I don't know, right? And we had a conversation. Um, work ended. Leanne got, I got home. Leanne got home from school. Um, and then, yeah, we, we came over and there's a, I have an awesome picture, um, if awesome is the right word, of uh, Leanne and Lori um, embracing um, yeah. at that moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was just a, an interesting uh, day. Yeah, sure. it, it was. Symbolic, it interesting, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, obviously an emotional, sad day, all of those things. But I guess the point for me bringing it up is that, like, it it reinforced j just exactly the friends that you and Leanne yeah. are to us and and how your presence provided comfort uh, during a time. And, and frankly, our presence provided comfort to you all. Like, you all were grieving as well. And then um, y'all played a, a critical part, if not the the sole part with Kendra's support um and and really that celebration of life that took place um down there on the ocean front and um there's no way that Lori or I could have given any attention to planning a celebration of life yeah so, it, uh, yeah I'm trying to find this picture for the I don't know three yeah, people it's okay are, are gonna, <laughs> it's um, okay yeah um yeah, but yeah I I remember too like I mean there was a lot of uh symbolism with with that celebration of life the ocean front her first race what now is gromit park and everything that that's grown to in in virginia beach and you know there were so many Ains inclusive families right from ainsley's angels and team hoyt and et cetera et cetera et cetera that that came down uh to to that event um and down and up i mean you know the southwest louisiana family i mean i i, I shared a fairly special moment that I'll, i won't ever forget with terry um at that event but yeah i mean that was uh you know i mean there's just so many awesome people i mean 
Peggy, yeah. right? You know, I mean, who, Peggy's one of the the founding uh, members of why we're here <laughs> today, right? So yeah, future guest, yeah, cast. yeah, definitely a future guest. We're gonna have a blast with that. One of the things that the podcast, this podcast, is aimed at doing is kind of taking us all over the map, I and mean, we can go from laughing and joking about Taco Bell to, I mean, serious conversation in a second, and. The, the intent here is really to provide a safe place to have fun conversation, lighthearted, yet led at the same yeah. time energetic and meaningful. Deep and dive. Deep, deep dive. I mean, I call it let's dance. I mean, that's that's what we're doing now. We're just kind of dancing through the the journey. And um, it's a great segue, really, to the, to the fact that soon thereafter, you married your best friend. You know, you and Leanne got married uh, later that year, 2016, yep. if memory serves, right? Yeah. Um, Lori and I... Lori and I had the honor of being in your wedding party and and watching that. Um, just a great day, just really, really awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a a special day uh, for sure. I mean, there's we tied so many elements of the friendship between the two families together. I mean, Main Zeno's trailer was there, you know, bridesmaids, <laughs> groomsmen, you know. Um, we had a memorial table for for family and there was a picture of Ainsley you know and then um that definitely that was a a very uh bonding if you would uh year of the friendship between the two families it was like almost like the mortar between between concrete right it, it sealed the deal um and yeah. allowed i think that's that might be around the time where um, for lack of better terms, we we really decided to uh, to throttle down on the organization too, right? Um, in in her honor, um, and then yeah. you know, a couple years later, yeah, I I did move away from Virginia Beach, but that um, luckily that hasn't slowed us down uh, at all uh, within the organization. You know, as president, vice president, and friend friends, you know, we still see each other quarterly whatever it may be but this is a this podcast is an opportunity to see each other more and uh keep telling everyone what the organization that uh we're very proud of is up to and then personally what what we're up to yeah Yeah. that's where we are now yeah man uh We've had this little thing that we're going to do as we move out of Let's Dance, um, which is kind of like the flow of this whole conversation is to to bring some lightheartedness to it. You know, I, I think there's going to be some some future Let's Dance segments that are really, really deep and emotional. And we, we just kind of scratched the surface just now. But like um, Joe does this thing, y'all, and it's pretty impressive. Uh, he's got this ability to tell you the name of a movie just uh, from like a quote. <laughs> So as we transition, <laughs> as we uh, look at you, you know, there, okay. There, yeah, look at me. Look, for, for the listeners only and then those that are viewing, for the most part, if I've seen a movie, it's the ADD in me, right? If I've seen a movie and I enjoyed it, I can I can very distinctively remember a lot of quotes from it. So Rooster likes to... Thump me, so I, I have a feeling he's gonna. Try I don't know. Now. Anyway, I just want. I just want. So I'm just gonna call right, off a. Uh, I'm just gonna call the movie quote, dude. And if you get it, that's great. If you don't get it, then then it would surprise me, because uh, I just I just feel like um you know you you know a lot of movies. So I'm gonna go with um today. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. God, that. All right. I'm sorry. That you know how many movies that's been in. Today I consider oh. myself. I mean, okay. uh, potentially Jerry okay. Maguire. Um, okay. Today I'll give I, you another one from the same movie. <laughs> no, no, no. That that movie is. I only picked it because you're a Boston Red Sox fan, and this is not a Boston Red Sox. It's the Pride of the Yankees. It's a movie from back in the '40s. That's not fair, though, is it? Yeah, that's the. I, no, yeah. I mean, if you, you could have said something about like, uh, I got to see about a girl. Because it is Red Sox related, it's Boston related, but it's Goodwill Hunting when Robin Williams slid his tickets to the 1986 World Series to his friend and didn't go in. That would have wow. made sense. But wow. Yeah, Yastrzemski hits the homer. 
See, like this is it. this the is Sox what... did not win because yeah. they didn't win again wow. until okay. four from nineteen. But that's okay. the I lost. Com- I lost completely. C- complete control of the of the movie. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll try to work some more of those in. You know, because you know, well, I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be in my lifetime. Like okay, or on like nineteen okay. forty. I don't know if Bill would even get that. Bill uh, wasn't even born yet. Okay. Well, nobody puts 44. Well, nobody puts baby in a corner. Yes. Okay. Dirty dancing. Okay. All right. right. Like rest in peace, Patrick. Got it. All right. We'll get another one in there. All right. So a little bit of lightheartedness, you know, get the Miller time. What you wearing, Joe? What is that shirt you have on? Is that a Counting Crows shirt? All right. So for those that can see, (laughs) I have a good friend, Adam, and he gave me this shirt. Uh, Counting Crows concert. Adam being Adam Dirtz, the lead singer of Counting Crows, who was born on the shores of the Chesapeake, much like I was. Um, so there's a lot of songs about that. Um, but he didn't. He actually didn't give me this shirt. But um, I've seen the Counting Crows a couple times in concert with with Rooster, and uh, Adam gave him that beanie too. Uh, <laughs> For those of you that can see me, I'm wearing my Adam Durrett's beanie. He gave it to me. So I went to a Crows concert and I got home and I was wearing the beanie. And Bradley's like, How was the concert? And I'm like, It was great. Adam gave me a beanie. She's like, He gave you a beanie? I'm like, Yes, Adam gave me a beanie. So now that's the tangent we were on there. It's just Adam gave Joe that shirt. But we all know that both of us paid $40 to $80 for the, a t shirt and a beanie. Um, and maybe one day, one day, we'll meet Adam and you know, we could tell him all these stories that he could give two hoots about. <laughs> really, if he just watches any like Ragnar compilation video that's been on, there's Counting Crows songs on there. And there's a bit from Ragnar, um, what was it called? South Beach at the time, where like, I said, like, Adam gave me this hat that I bought yeah. in the Dollar General on A1A Beachfront yeah. Avenue. Yes, a little vanilla yeah, ice. Yeah, but I'm wearing a Counting Crows shirt because um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. and It's awesome. Briley likes this one as well. Yeah. Um, and it took me a while to get this at the concert. If you remember, I actually had to like go yeah. into the merchandise area. Probably yes. wasn't allowed to be, but you were totally not allowed to be there. I made, totally made a friend and, and bought a t shirt. Yeah. Well, speaking of merchandise, <laughs> I'm wearing a white, I'm wearing a white Ainsley's Angels thermal hoodie. Um, the reason I'm wearing it today is because it's comfortable. Uh, we still have some in stock, but more particular, we're about to have white hoodies. Like Joe might not buy one because he spills anything on his shirt if his color of his shirt is anything other than, you know, what he's got on now. It's just blue or black or gray. So I just did that. You didn't catch it. Blue or black or gray. That's a blue, black, and gray. That's actually a lyric from Adam's favorite color. I got it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we're going to have some new stuff on the finish line store, and it's going to be white hoodies, and I'm excited about it. So anyway, as we wrap this thing up, you know, hey, what what's next, man? What are we doing from here? Um, I mean, from here, there's a lot going on, Um, you know, personally, right, work and, and all that stuff, growing small children. But um, within the organization, I mean, yeah, we're we're – diving in the race series starts in in a month to the to the day tomorrow um our first race series race of 2022 run with your heart back in marine corps marathon official charity partners uh, if you're listening to this and want to run or roll at the marine corps marathon email joe at angelsenglis.org uh our new endurance store is going to go live here very soon uh, by the time you're listening to this hopefully it already is live we have two awesome new um designs that were formerly our tri store but our new endurance gear store uh some new items it's it's going to be very it's going to be super and we'll we can talk about that (laughs) another day but no super going on within the organization as we dive into the um you know as we head out of winter yeah absolutely yep so hopefully we'll see some of you uh on march 5th in jacksonville north carolina for the run with your heart and if you want to join us in any of our races, come on out. Let's roll. Um, that's what's that's what's next. And I would say a good way to wrap this up is like, do you have any save rounds? Like, did we forget anything? How do you put a cherry on top of this thing? I don't know, man. But we're at fifty nine minutes, and you know, mm-hmm. we want to, as you always say, yield people back their time. So I, I would say the cherry on top is tune in for episode two, and um, we're gonna have a guest on episode two, and. I think it's only right that that you tell uh, our listeners who that guest yeah. is. 
Yeah, so uh, keep keep letting these things play right into episode two, and we'd love to introduce you to Briley Rossiter, my firstborn child, and uh, current ambassador for Angels, Angels in Madison, author of Born an Angel, so forth and so on. Uh, bro, I, I don't know what you think, but um, I think we're pretty much at that point. So. Yeah, cut it, man. We're done here. Uh, you know what? I got, got enough. Time. He's in charge. <laughs> we're done. This was good. <laughs> Yeah, we're done here.